Welcome back to another episode of Manifest Mindset. Today we're here again with me, Bob Chang, and Nick Davis. And today we have a great, great episode because once again we have nothing planned. Um, we're just going to talk off the top of our mind. That's the absolute best way to do it. And so for Bob and I, PT students up here at Ithaca College, I'm in my last year of the grad school program, Bob's in his second to last year. And tonight is the official start of our fall break, a well-deserved two days off for Thursday and Friday, or at least another two days off in terms of not more built-up classes. So I don't know about you, Bob, but I feel like a tired puppy dog right now. It was uh, a lot of work pushing through, but it feels good to be done for the halfway through the semester. Yeah, I'm actually really surprised that we kept this podcast up for every week. It's impressive, because we started before the school year started. Yeah, we did. Wow. This is number eight, actually. There we go. Or or number nine, one of those. Yeah. But, wow, you're right. This was probably, like, one of the hardest semesters, or harder semesters for me. I don't know about you, but... It's a tough time in the program for you right now, yeah. Yeah, and being able to do this podcast, I guess that means a lot. Yeah, and on my end, too, actually, because the semester that I'm currently, and I took a couple extra responsibilities that I've been doing as a part of just my own interests. So for me, the semester I'm in currently is the busiest that I've ever been. So it's great for both of us in each of our ends. Cool. All right, do you want to talk about the elephant in the room? Absolutely. So um, I only think of some bad elephant jokes. Um, anyways, well, I'll let you know as I think about things later. Um, so first of all, guys, as this episode always starts out, pulling out my wallet, grabbing the check. So usually elephants weigh a lot, right? Well, this elephant actually weighs less than normal. So um, the elephant in the room that we're talking about is Mr. Bob Chang here. Got a very stylish haircut. It actually looks good, and he pulled it off well. So... Bob Chang now weighs whatever Bob Chang was minus a full head of hair. Yeah, I, I'm bald now. I, yeah, basically to catch everybody up. Yeah, so is this um, just a, um, is it a new hairstyle you're trying or is there some meaning behind it? <laughs> no, it's not, it's not a new hairstyle. Um, although I did enjoy the haircut, getting the haircut, um, now it just feels a bit cold. Yeah, um, we're upstate New York, that'll do it. Yeah. Well, like, even in a room, like, with heat, my head feels cold now. Um, <laughs> Talk but, about a constant reminder. Yeah. But basically, last week, or, like, a few weeks ago, I said that I was going to shave my head um, if I didn't po- post live videos 90 days for 90 days straight, do an hour of group helping, I guess, going into Facebook groups yeah. and, and commenting and then replying to people. Ooh, it's really cold. I need to put on my hat back. <laughs> um, and posting twice a day just a valuable content a lot of responsibility right there a lot of responsibility um and i i i made it okay um but then last week we talked about how i was gonna go all in yep go 100 percent all in for that one week for that one week for, for the last week you yep. we just had and personally i did not feel like i did that okay and I felt like I didn't hold up to my side of the 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 end of the the bet, I guess. Okay. Um, keep, I was, keep elaborating on that, please. Yeah. So pretty much, last week, what really triggered me, what really got me to to like do this, um, was you, you said something. Nick Davis said something. He said. I say a lot of things. So we'll find out what it was. He said, "What's the point? Or or you're seeking the accountability? Why would you lie about it?" Absolutely. Do you remember that? I remember that. And I still remember that to this day. Like, it's, it's 
it's still like it's it was like yesterday. Feels like it was just one week ago. Yeah. <laughs> it was like one week ago. And that week I have been like I, the, the last week that my goal was to go into 100% and yep. do it again, right? Um the previous week I did it and I wasn't going 100% and, and that's why my goal was was to go back to where I was in the beginning. Right. Um but that previous week I wasn't doing like an hour of group basically commenting and replying to people. I was doing like 20 minutes and then yep. doing other stuff like going on and watching YouTube videos, right? And then that's why I told you I wasn't going 100%. Okay. Um, yeah, and I by felt, definition, definitely not 100%. Yeah, it's not even like 50%, right? right? Um, and I felt like I was lying to you because I told you that I, I did it. Yep. Even though I didn't go 100%. And this week, especially, I did not do any of the... I, I did the live videos. I'm yep. still consistent with that. Okay. I did the posting, but I just fell off with um, the group commenting and replying. Yeah. Um, and that's why we're here. That's why I failed the end of the bet. Okay. And another thing that we talked about last week was was the, the list of passions. Absolutely. And I'd argue um, probably one of the more important parts about last week. Yeah. I, I wrote that down. I have it in my computer. Okay. Um, actually, let me pull it up while, yeah, while please. you, you uh, yeah. tell us a story, Nick. Absolutely. Oh, I love that prompt. Tell us a story. Um. Yeah, Bob, no, I'd really like to hear from you about this, and that's probably one of the um, that's probably one of the best things to do. Um, let me tell you, yeah, tell us the story. So, as a PT student, we have these different clinical affiliations we go on. We have, um, in Ithaca College, we have four of them that we go on. I've already done two. I have one more coming up. This next one that's coming up for me, it's with the Veteran Administration out in California, working in their outpatient orthopedic clinic, and orthopedics is my thing. I'm just all about that, and to get this great opportunity, um, it, it was fantastic and a blessing for me. And so as a part of that, I had this whole application process, a whole phone interview for this clinical experience and all that. Um, but anyways, talking about how I found out when I got it. So a little bit of a backstory here. I grew up um, Christian and Catholic, of a Catholic face, of a faith, and part of that is you go through a process of confirmation, confirming that you want to be a part of the church and the faith when you grow up. And in doing that, you choose what they call your patron saint, um, a formal saint that's been in the church, and that's somebody that you kind of acknowledge, like, yeah, they'd be a great person to have my back when I need it. Um, so at that time, I was young. I was eighth grade, and I was trying to think about, okay, some pretty cool people. Let's think about who I want to be my patron saint. And so I didn't choose anybody that was a uh, formal saint. My great uncle, also my mother's uncle and my mother's godfather, um, he was drafted in the time when the draft was back around still. And um, he was drafted into the Vietnam War. And, you know, he was a simple family man, farmer, just wanted to be really with his family and that, but he was drafted and that was his line of duty. He had to go. So he went to Vietnam, um, worked his way up the ranks pretty quickly there, and was fighting in the war. Well, a few years later, um, anyways, he made it back when he was um, formerly my mother's godfather. He made it back for, it was about, for her baptism. 
they rescheduled her baptism when she was a few months old so that he could come visit and be back from Vietnam to come back to um, the United States and Minnesota to go see her. Mm -hmm. So she doesn't remember this, obviously. Yeah. But once he went back to Vietnam, he never came back. Really? Um, he, he died in war over there. He took a grenade for four of his um, fellow soldiers, and he gave his life for them so they could survive out in that awful war. Um, I mean, I've got, a, I've got a huge respect for the veterans, and that's why I'm so excited for this opportunity. But the day, so after I've had my phone interview for a while and stuff, and I'm waiting, and, you know, he said, okay, you should hear back from me within two weeks. Well, it was about two and a half weeks. And I was, you know, getting kind of antsy and stuff. So I just, you know, set up a little prayer to my patron saint, my great uncle, David Allen Young. And I said, you know, I don't want to be pushy here. But if you've got anything to do with it, if you've got anything in your power, pull those strings for me. And so I found out on the 51st anniversary of his death that I got the clinical to work for the VA. Wow. So it was, it was absolutely meant to be, and I'm excited for the opportunity to get out there. So it's an opportunity that I'm both incredibly grateful for and that it means a lot to me personally based on that. And it will be an amazing opportunity to serve our veterans, those people that gave their lives for our country. And, you know, my job as a physical therapist and kind of my calling, what I've always said is it's to heal bodies and get to know their souls. Wow. That part of that's here, hearing their story, hearing what they're about, hearing who they are, and helping them live the best life that they currently can. Wow. I didn't know that about you. I thought... I, didn't, I, didn't, I really didn't know that, but you... That, that means, like, this clinicals must be really important. Absolutely. Uh, this, this, yeah. Yeah, so that'll be starting up um, about two and a half months from now. So? Yeah, you must be excited. Very excited, very wow. excited. But just like anything else, you got to anticipate, look forward to the dreams and the passions of the future, but stay present in the moment, too, to get yourself there in good shape. So, a lot to look forward to, Bob. That's very exciting. Yeah. Um, so, I hope you guys and Bob appreciated story time. Yeah, that was a great story for, like, on-the-fly story. Wow, exactly. I like it. Perfect. All right. All right. Back to... Um, All right. So, yeah, getting back. So, Bob, you wrote down, um, kind of ran you through a drill writing down about your passions. So, if you wouldn't mind sharing that with me and then sharing that with everybody else here as well. Well, first, um, before I get to that... Yeah. So, I, I found... I really sat down and thought about my why again. Yeah. Um, and I do the process of sitting down, asking myself why do I want to do what I want to do, and then ask it, ask myself why five or six times. Yeah. Right. I, I appreciate a lot on this. To get down to the heart of the issue. Yeah. So, I'm gonna share that first. Please. Um, pretty much, basically, what it breaks down to is, is um, last week I talked about why I want to build a bigger mountain than my mom. Yeah. Right, because she, I told her, told you her story. The about example all that. of both your parents, yeah. Yeah, um, and then that was basically the end of it. Mm-hmm. But then once I broke that down even further, um, so the original question I asked was, why do I want to own my own clinic and online business? Yep. After like the fifth or sixth, why I got to, I want to build a bigger mountain than my mom. Yeah. Right. But then after that, the seventh why it was, so everything she risked. And sacrifice won't be a waste, and I'll be there to make her mountain bigger. To give that meaning her, back to her. Yes. 
pretty much. That's basically my why for my intrinsic my intr- intrinsic motivation. Yeah. For why I'm doing that. That's a strong intr- intrinsic motivation to care for a family member like that, and to both for personal fulfillment, but to share that and acknowledge the work that your mother did too. Yeah. Intrinsic is a hard word to say. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's, it's yes. So for my passions, I guess. Uh, pretty much what I did was I just wrote out everything I'm doing yep. um, and and I kind of categorized them I kind of didn't categorize them okay. but but the things that I'm passionate about right now is is one uh, I'm just gonna list them out please um, one of them is finishing my PT school education yeah that is passion big focus big time commitment do. yes um, another one uh, these two go hand in hand but it's pretty much helping people reach their goals in personal training and like losing weight yeah that gives me like a high that I never experienced before. Yeah. So when I one of my clients in the past, I helped her lose like thirty pounds. That's fantastic. Um, and she's been keeping it off Good. for like a year. Well, that's a big battle too, because a lot of people will make some big ground, then they'll falter and go back a little bit. Yeah. But to have that be very sustainable for them. Yeah. No, that's that was the greatest feeling in the world for me. I never experienced that, and I just want to keep on getting that high over and, and doing over. that yeah yeah that really drives me um and that's exactly why i'm doing i guess my online coaching i want like it to, to go well so it's kind of like selfish i want to get that feeling yeah um i don't know if that makes sense it definitely does yeah there yeah. Are, we always have a little bit of a combination of selfish and selfless motivations for what we do yeah definitely um and another thing i'm passionate about is podcasting yeah uh, and the final thing is working out. Those are pretty much the four things that are I'm passionate about, and I know that it needs to get done. Okay. Um, no matter what. Does that make sense? Yeah. And anything in your life or my life or anybody's life that they say dot, 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 no matter what, there's a lot of power behind that because that makes your identity. That defines who you are, those things that you set precedence to, that you hold value on, those are very defining. Huh. I never thought of it like that. Um, that's interesting. Yeah, because those are certainly yeah. what you tend to gravitate your life around. Okay. So it's, it's very important to, one, choose things that we do and also to choose the right things. Huh. So I like that list. I like it. I like it, too. Um... As for the other things that I'm using my time to do, yep. I'm, I'm creating blogs, I'm posting my blogs, I'm doing Facebook Lives, I'm doing yep. weekly webinars, I'm personal training, um, I'm watching YouTube videos, I'm playing Dungeons and Dragons, I'm... Okay. That's pretty much, I guess, and studying, right? Yeah. That's, they're, yeah. They're Might as well throw that in there. Yeah, they're all, I guess, basically my free time. Uh, um, yeah. Other than that, and my... in school... That's pretty much all I do. Yeah. Um, if I were to categorize it, the only thing that really drains me is watching, like, YouTube videos. Okay, and what are what's the content of these YouTube videos? So it's, I'm assuming it might be something a little different than, like, looking at random cat videos all the no, time. No, they, they are random cat videos. Oh, they are random cat videos. You, you hit it I on the I nailed it on the head. Yes. See, that always happens, so... Okay, another tangent story time because this podcast is full of those. Um, my girlfriend, she was ha- going to have like a surprise little birthday thing for me for my last birthday. And she wouldn't tell me what it was. And so, of course, the reason I'm telling this story is because 
the only time I'm a good guesser is when I'm being incredibly sarcastic. <laughs> like, just now, when I guess about the random cat things. And so I said, and, like, you know, she was saying, like, blah, blah, blah. She was trying to coordinate whatever, wouldn't tell me anything. And I'm like, oh, yeah? Well, what are you going to do? Like, have 14 puppies come up and attack me? And she's like, um... Actually, I was trying to contact a dog breeder so you could go and play with a ton of puppies. <laughs> so wow. basically, I'm only a great That's guesser. That's a skill. Yeah. That's a skill right there. It's unconscious, but it's you there. Know, yeah, you're right. All right, so now that we've had enough puppy and uh, apparently cat videos. Yeah. So pretty much what I do is I get home, and then that triggers me to go on like YouTube and for like two or three hours at night. Automatic reaction. Um, yes. Yeah. Um... And that's, like, a habit. Neurons to fire together, wire together. Yeah, you're right. Um, definitely. And there's this book, um, what was it called? The Habit? Something. You tell me. It was me. by Charles Dung. Dunink. The Habit. Something The Habit. Okay. Um, I really forgot the name. But but basically, he talks about there's there's this habit loop. Yep. Um, so there's always a cue, a routine, and a reward. Okay. So cue, routine reward yep so and that defines a habit that defines a habit and basically habits are really hard to change mm-hmm. and they're they're made up of the cue response uh, cue routine and the reward so what's your cue routine reward in this so the my cue is going home and laying on my bed that's my cue yep. the routine is opening up youtube and watching just mindless videos yep and then the reward is i guess relaxation that's the, the the cue, routine, and reward. See, that a couple things strike me about that yep. is in how people try and change the habits is that sometimes when people try and change habits, they are nonspecific in how they do it. So they have the cue, routine, reward. Yep. And like you said, your reward might be a sense of relaxation. Many people might now associate that as if I have to cut this habit that I'm doing of, let's say, watching YouTube videos then I cannot feel a sense of relaxation ever. Yes. Yes. They're associating that. Yes. And that's that's what uh, Charles Dunig, Dunig, whatever his name is, okay. um, says, is that it's really hard to change the cue and the reward. Especially at the same time. Or, or yeah. Or, or at in all. General, right? Yeah. And what you want to do is, is edit the, the routine. Change so, the association. Yep. Yes. Yeah. Change the association. So you do so you can replace that uh, routine to get the same reward yep. and still have the same cue prompting that um, routine. Right. And that's basically how you change habits. According to, to Dunig, Dunig, whatever his last name is. Yeah, makes sense to me. Um You've gotta modify what's modifiable. Yeah. And I guess for me personally, how I counteract that is I just don't go home. I just take that habit out of the loop completely. Okay. Um, and then that really works for me. Um, but if, if I were to be home, I would fall into that habit. Yeah. And, and again... You return to the old place, old scenario, and it's those associations come back really strong within your brain, how they're mapping, and it's easy to fall into those old habits. I mean, people have said that with many things. You fall into the old crowds you hung out with. You fall into the old places you've been before. And the old habits can come back much easier. Yeah. And a good way to do that is, is just changing your environment. Yeah. Right? Changing your environment to shift that habit. So, like, they tell you in therapy all the time, if you have friends that 
drink alcohol mm-hmm. and you're trying to get away, but you meet the friends and you're in the same environment that could trigger you to drink alcohol again. Absolutely. As if you go to a different place, like you change your environment completely. Yep. You're less likely to drink that alcohol and you're more likely to um, continue the rehab towards a better, I guess, non-alcohol like yeah. life. Does that make sense? It does. Interesting comparisons to that with physical therapy is that as we work on rehab with a patient mm-hmm. of whatever different condition, it's really what we're working on in the acute stage of it is getting them out of that environment, changing things up dramatically in that acute stage and getting them to define new ways of motor learning, of executing different movements properly. Mm-hmm. But then as we get out of that acute stage through a subacute and I don't necessarily, necessarily want to say chronic, but into long-term healing, what we have to do is we have to integrate. You have to integrate that new way of movement into their specific sport or their specific activity. Okay. And that's redefining the habit. That's okay. redefining how they move. So we both have to look at this habit change in terms of acutely. We might have to cut out the whole loop. Yeah. But then, as we go down for long-term healing, you may have to do what you spoke about, about changing that middle piece of the habit. Mm-hmm. I see. Yeah. Interesting. Yeah. It, it's weird how, like, everything ties into each other. Life is life. Life is life. Wow. Life is life. I love it. Um, going back to this list. Yeah, please. Everything else I just mentioned, besides the YouTube video mm-hmm. and playing Dungeons & Dragons, so... Facebook lives, blog stuff. I don't like doing those. Okay. But I know they'll bring me to where I want to go. Okay. To my to my passion area. Yep. Right. And you know how they say like you can't. It it, it takes effort to be great. Yep. So I guess this is the effort. This is like eating the dirt. Yeah. In order to eat caviar. And it's always a tough balance. Knowing how much dirt to eat, I guess, if we're going down that analogy. Yeah. That that sparks up uh, a thing I want to talk about, I guess. Yeah, please. But when we first start something out, yep. and this is something that I preach a lot to, like, I guess, on Facebook Live. Yeah. Is that when we first start out, um, we have to be unbalanced. Mm-hmm. Like, we all want a balanced life. Like, yep. for example, we want, uh, when we eat food, we want a balanced meal. So we're not always stressing about it. We're not always stressing about our workouts. Yep. But when we first start out, we don't know anything, and right. we're going to be extremely unbalanced, and we're going to focus 100% or 110% on that one thing. And how do you know what balance is if you don't know what the extremes are? Yes. But once you like understand everything, then you become uh, progressively more balanced. Yes. Does that make sense? Absolutely. You uh, want to integrate yourself from your wide range of experiences and tie it to that middle grounding where you need. Yeah. Yeah. But I I feel like back to these things right mm-hmm. here, I feel like I need to do them and realize that if I want to make sure that I achieve my passions, yeah, uh, that I get to experience that high again or be able to, to figure out my, to be, be able to figure out my intrinsic motivation and actually reach it, I need to do these things. Okay. Right. And I guess it's pretty much this podcast uh, is for me to say it out loud. Absolutely. So I internalize it and I actually do it. 
Yeah. And also shaved my head bald and lost $300. Yep. But it's basically it, right? Right. For and you're, again, acknowledging both internally especially other than that external verbal of this is where I'm at. These are the different categories where my late, the current things I'm doing in my life, these are the things I'm passionate about, fired up about. These are the things that I don't really necessarily like, but I know they're getting me in the places I need to go, other than the things that just drain your energy. And you've identified those. Yeah. And my recommendation to you, my recommendation to everybody, is to, if there are things you're passionate about, do not change those. Keep those going like crazy. Keep fuel in the fire. If there are things that you are doing that doesn't necessarily excite you, that's kind of boring, you just have to kind of do it to do it, but it's getting you in the right place, consistently keep evaluating those. Mm-hmm. Just because they're good for you now doesn't mean they're necessarily good for you a month from now. Huh. Because huh. they are, again, looking at them for what they are, they are things that you are doing now because they're moving you to where you need to be. Yeah. So therefore, if you keep doing them and you make progress and get closer to where you need to be, you may not need to do those specific grueling things. There may be other grueling things for you to do, but those are very important to keep reevaluating. Yeah. You know, Steve Jobs, um, when he was alive, he was saying how every day he looked himself in the mirror, and if there were too many days in a row where he wasn't happy, he had to change something dramatically. And I think that's good, that self-reflection process of checking in with yourself. Um, but those things that zap you, that drain your energy that aren't good, sometimes in the acute stage, the very short term, we do need to suck it up and deal with it. That might be caring for a family member who's very sick. Now, part of that might fall into your passion because you care about that family member and you care about helping people, but part of it may feel like a burden. But that's part of your loyalty. That's part of your responsibility to who you are and your people. And that's just something that you've got to do, whether you feel like you're going through the motions in a moment or not. But there are other things like, I'm going to make a bold statement here, Bob. But I, my hypothesis, my guess, is that your involvement in watching cat videos is not going to define, create, or set out to make your future destiny of greatness. Yeah. You're in- <coughs> oh boy, there's a hairball. How to make a cat joke, sorry. Now you're 100% right. And so my recommendation is to anybody, including myself, including my own critical self-reflection, is how can I cut out more of those things that don't build me up, that don't, that, that drain my energy? You're right. But how do you do that? That's the big question. That's the big question. So those three parts about the habit that you talked about, yep. where are those three parts again? You got the the cue, the, cue, the, routine, the routine, and the reward. The reward. And what I, the author think, talked about... I think, yeah, go ahead. ...that I agree with personally, too, is you've got to change the routine. Because you've got to have the cue. The cue might be going home. And so how do you think about... The ha- habit is a neurological input that you are used to happening. Mm-hmm. 
So if you have this neurological input, how do you change and adapt that input to all of a sudden work with you? So how you do that is when you go home, the first thing you do isn't go to your bed because that's your current cue, that's your current association. So when you go home, you need something to interrupt that so that you can bring it to the conscious level again. So you don't go unconscious, go to your bed, go to your laptop, go to your cat videos. But, so what you might do is, like you said, one of, and bring it with your passions. One of your big passions is working out. Maybe it's every time you step a foot inside your house, maybe every time you go inside your house, you do 20 push-ups. You take your shoes off, you do 20 push-ups. Or you do something like that. You do a minute plank or whatever it might be to get you going. You bang out 30 bodyweight squats. But you do something that's somewhat related to some kind of interest for you. But even more importantly, you break that neurological feedback loop. You break the habit. Because then once you've gone, okay, I'm home. My normal instinct in my mind is to go to my bed. But you're actively, your frontal lobe, your self-control part is actively saying, is inhibiting that function. Is saying, no, let's do something different. I'm home. My new association is... I gotta do 20 push-ups. So that stops the loop, and that becomes the transition of, of from doing push-ups to whatever might be next is now not a habit, it's a conscious decision. And over time, whatever you choose for that conscious decision may form into a habit, or it may just be able to interrupt the habit. So over time, you change your association. You change going from the cue to the routine. The routine is different. You have the same cue of going home, but your routine that's associated with that is doing the push-ups. And you use that those push-ups to still feel relaxed after because you've gone home, end of a day, you've done a little bit something more that's gotten you towards your passion, and now you can relax and allow yourself to get into a further state of relaxation and go after whatever small little goals you have for the evening or just truly relax. Okay. And so that's the process that I go through. When I have something in my life that I'm like, no, this just, this just is weighing me down. It's not, it's not lifting me up. It's not good for me. Mm-hmm. I do something different to break it up. And that can be something that's meaningful or it can be something that doesn't even really matter what it is. As long as in the short term, a few days in a row, I do something different to change it up. Yeah. Right. Um, recently, I so there's an app called Cold Turkey. Okay. It's um for like Mac and PC. Okay. Getting ready for November with ha- uh with Thanksgiving. Yeah, but basically, Cold Turkey just blocks any website you want, any application you want on your computer. Okay. For however long time you want. Yep. And I blocked YouTube. Until 2022. The year. 2022. Is that why you're on campus all the time? Because you're... The computers on campus don't have YouTube locked? That's a good That's a good question. No. Uh, I'm on campus all the time because I'm, I am I focus better. Absolutely. Away from I my do too. house. Yeah. Um, and that's the reason why I'm here all the time. Yep. Um, but yes. I feel like me blocking YouTube... 
has helped the most. Um, okay. Only the times when it becomes unblocked, that's when it becomes an issue. Yep. And that's when the time frame is up. Yep. Um, but now it's till 2022. That's a long time frame. That's, I don't even know how many years, I can't even count that much. <laughs> We're in 2018 right now. So, oh, a little bit longer. Years. Yeah. So, yeah. And it's not going to let me go back on YouTube for four years. Yeah. But ah, see what happens. Bold move. Yeah. Bold move. Just like shaving my head. Just like it, giving you $300. Bold exactly. move. Bold move. Did you, let me ask you a question, Nick. Yeah. Did you believe when I told you that I was going to shave my head if I didn't do it 90 days in a row? Did you believe that I'll actually do it? Yeah, I did. Huh. Really? Yeah. Okay. Interesting. Because you hadn't... You've never... You may have done things in the past where maybe necessarily you weren't the most organized or this, this, or that, but I've never had an experience with you before where I doubted that I wouldn't take you for your word. Huh. Okay. So you said you're going to shave your head? Especially you saying public on Facebook, you're going to shave your head? Yeah. Yeah, I believe you. Okay. And the other thing, too, you're reaching out to me for an accountability partner. Yeah. If you're telling me you're going to do something, I'm going to help hold you to it. Yeah. You're right. Like last week, you said, what's the point of seeking accountability if you're just going to lie about it? Exactly. Right? Yeah. That hit me deep. That... Good. That hit me deep. That's a... There, there are little moments like that throughout our life sprinkled in here all the time that we have no idea when they're going to hit, yeah. no idea why or what or how or where it's going to come from, but no matter what, they're important little lessons to take with you, and everybody's little, everybody's life is sprinkled with little moments like that where it's, I got to pay attention here. I got to, there's something to this I got to look at more. Yeah, and that's why um, it's important to go to, I guess, live events and meet people too yeah absolutely Uh, because you go watch videos all you want but none of like the deep impactful moments i remember are from videos okay they're mostly from real life yeah um experiences and that's why i i want to go to more conferences yeah speaking of that beautiful transition is there anything more you want to talk about bob with this list that you wrote or do you want to get into the event that you're going to um no i guess that's it for this okay. the, the, the list but what, what was the i just want to ask a few questions of you what was the process like for you of going through all that typing that out about organizing the different categories of your life did that help give you any more insight honestly it was things already knew yeah so this segues me into like another point too yeah please pretty much we we all know what we're messing up what we're screwing up on yeah um but we don't actually own up to it so you know it in your mind but we yes. i say you as in me too, but we don't take the accountability, we don't take action to reflect upon and change it. Yes. Yeah. That's humans right. in general. Uh, but the the 1%, the 1% of the 1% does that. Yeah. Does take accountability for the actions. Does shave their head. Does shave their head if they mess up. Yeah. Does give give a friend $300 for no reason. Yeah. If they mess up. Right? Yeah. So I guess that's accountability right there. That's, Another reason why I was I did this was because I wanted to to eat my own fruit. Yeah. Um. Because I preach it all the time. You gotta be accountable. Absolutely. And since I wasn't uh, doing it, I needed to be accountable. And, and a great example too of to all the people you're trying to help of. I'm not perfect. I'm human. I mess up too. Here's what I do when I mess up. Because a lot of people will fall off the train, fall off the boat 
fall off. Hope not fall off the airplane. That would be dramatic. I'm just trying to think of a lot of different things. Um, anyways, fall off the spaceship. A lot of people will no longer no longer continue. Yeah. And they're like, great. It's done. It's over. What now? No, you get back up. Yeah. If you fall down five times, you get up seven times. Yeah. And there's a reason that math doesn't add up because you keep getting up. Yeah. Now it. It goes into point of how you should never quit. Yeah. Um, even if you mess up. Uh, something I talk about is giving... Or I learned this from a Precision Nutrition, which is like okay. a coaching company training thing. Okay. Basically, they give all their clients a clean slate policy. So if they mess up, no matter how, how bad they binge, yep. no matter how bad they overate at a wedding party... Um, they're they given they're given a clean slate. Yep. Basically, their coach tells tells the person tells the client, let's forget about the past. Yep. Um, but we're gonna keep on moving forward. Let's not let the past hinder us. Yep. We're gonna let it still sting a little bit. Yeah. But I'm I'm we're gonna forgive you and we're gonna move forward like nothing happened. Yeah. Right. Ready um, to take back the next challenge because too many people continue their present or future lives with the connotation of past failure and fear. Yeah. Definitely. Um, and another thing with that is is also past successes, right? Like being lost in, in past successes and right. not moving forward because they think it's the old times were better and they are failing. And they're to still adjust. living in the past. Yes. Yeah. Um, and just like you know, a lot of people have the connotation of, oh, it's I, I'm I'm maintaining, I'm coasting, I'm maintaining. In my mind, there is no such thing as maintaining. Right. There's either up or there's down. Up or there's down, and you can go up at the same rate that you're, you will naturally decline and go down. That's what most people call maintaining. Mm-hmm. But it's just like all these different types of muscle fibers that we learn about and what kind of stimulus they each need to be able to grow or not. They always decline if you do nothing. And certain types of muscle fibers, based on what they are in the stimulus, respond in different ways. And you need to keep providing yourself that stimulus, that change. And so much within the body, so much within our world, so much in the way we think and behave, we don't register consistency very well. Mm-hmm. Because it's the same, why would we? If our body, if we think of the word homeostasis, is to adapt to our environment and to bring us back to a state of balance, that's a whole philosophy behind the balance of yin and yang for the most part. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we think about that homeostasis, if you're maintaining something and you keep something the same, you don't need to change at all. That's just obvious. But our body registers change. Our body registers change in environment that we have to adapt to. And so it's important to keep changing and keep regulating and switching up what we do and making sure that it's moving in the right direction so that we can actually register and understand it. Because maintenance is it's an illusion. And it's an illusion of mediocrity. Well, here's my thoughts on maintenance. Yeah. So I think maintenance, of course, we all want to grow. Yeah. Um, and it goes back to the idea of being unbalanced initially. Yeah. Because I think that's where the most growth happens. Mm-hmm. Or being unbalanced. But then there's also a point where people become balanced. Yep. And then 
I feel like that upward growth, like you were mentioning before, is is that maintenance part. If if they if they would just want if they're just happy. Yep. Right. Um, so people, the average Joe, I guess, th- doesn't want to start their own business. Right. They don't want to be a doctor. Um, they just want to live a happy life with okay. two kids, and for for them, that's maintenance, right? But that's also the best life they could they could want to achieve. Yeah, but I look at it differently too. It's it's maintenance of growth. Okay. It's not a maintenance of a velocity. It's a maintenance of an acceleration. Okay. So it's a constant projection forward in a direction in the future that you work to continually build upon, and that constant amount of building upon is your maintenance. But it's not just a velocity where you're staying necessarily at the same level. And and I argue that everybody down to their core has the instinct for that. It might not be in a competitive way by any means, but the average Joe who just wants a happy life with his family, of course wants it to be a little bit better and a little bit more seamless each time. Yeah, that's pretty much human nature. Absolutely. But yeah, um, I guess transitioning for me, yeah. after I failed... From this, let me actually tell you how, like, I shaved my head. Okay. So, I told my housemates that I was going to shave my head last week. Uh Uh-huh. And today, we decided they were going to shave my head. Okay. Um, Now, was this, now I know, again, just for my knowledge, you had a big neuroanatomy and physiology exam today. Was that before or after the exam? So, it was after the exam. Okay. So, we took the exam, we went to the gym. Yep. Did our workout, came back, we put a chair in the middle of the living room. Yep. With like sheets on the on the floor, so the hair wouldn't get everywhere. Yep. And my roommate, his name is Zach. He had this mm-hmm. like itty bitty tiny razor, like electrical razor. Yep. And he decided that like a small one, like for shaving your beard or something. Or I don't know what it's for, but okay. it, it did its job. Yep. But basically, he had it, and he just started cutting my hair, hacking at it, hacking at it. And another roommate, Jonathan, he took a he had a pair of scissors. <laughs> so two, there were two guys, one guy on my side. Shaving my head with an electric razor that yep. was tiny. And another guy, using scissors, that was grabbing my hair and then cutting um, the hair off. Yeah. So there was two guys on me. Not quite an elegant process. Not, no, it was it was not the most invo- enjoyable process. Yeah. Um, but they got the job done. Yeah, looked smooth. It looked smooth. Um, I wasn't bleeding. Good. So That's always a benefit. Yeah, and it went well. It went well. Um, now... I, when I saw myself in the mirror, I couldn't believe it. I didn't believe, like it didn't even process. Right now, it's not even processed. It's not processing right now. No, I told my mom, and I sent her a picture. Yep. And she was like, "Did you like do like a face thing, like a face shape changer thing?" <laughs> so, yeah, nobody believes me. Okay. Until she actually sees me. Yeah. But but yeah, going transitioning. What's next? Right, that's that's the big question. That's the question. What's what's next? Um, where do I want to go? Do I do I get up, or do I just quit? Right. right. That that's always the question. Um, and obviously, because the podcast is still going on, uh, we're gonna we're gonna keep on going. Keep on going. All right. And the real direction is once you question is once you get up, what direction do you go in though? Yeah. Um, I I want to choose up. Yep. Because that's where I want to go. Right. Good. That's the whole point of what yeah. we're trying to achieve. Um, so again, let's use the same policy. Clean slate, fresh slate. Clean slate. Yeah, I I was looking forward to this. Um, I was thinking like two days ago I was gonna shave my head, 
Yep. So, uh, have a clean slate with Nick on Wednesday. Yep. Then I'm going to go at it 110% again. I like it. Thursday morning. So where do I want to go? So pretty much when I first started, I was top of a notch. I was waking up at 5.45 and yep. then doing my um, one thing, which was writing my blog post. Mm-hmm. I haven't been doing that for a while now. Okay. But I want to get back into it. Okay. Right. And that's something that's good for you that provides meaning. Yes. Good. It provided, um, got me productive. Yeah. Got me everything done before uh, the night. Right. So I want to like wake up at a normal time now. Okay. Right? Which is like 5.45, 6 a.m. Yep. Um, and I also want to keep on doing everything that I've been doing. Yeah. Um, and obviously you're going to cash the check in. Right. For three hundred dollars, you earned three hundred dollars. Congratulations. Um, uh, it's uh, only three hundred dollars. I feel bad about earning, but it's all right. It, we we talked about like hanging it up. Yep. I guess that that won't happen. But well, there's always a round two. Yes, that brings me to a second point. I I want to uh, offer something else. Okay. For round two, but I don't know what it is. Okay. You want to give me some thoughts, Nick? Well, so, yep. before we talk about the accountability part of it in terms of what you pay, you pay attention. Yep. Let's talk about, let's be specific about what you want to go after. So when you say keep doing the same things, you talk about the blog. What else do you want to keep doing? Yeah, thanks Thanks for uh, making it more specific for me. Um, but pretty much, <coughs> pretty much. Um, I want to do the blog post twice a day okay specifically one at 12 yep one at 8 okay I'm also going to do a live yep at night like 10pm mm-hmm. um, and every every time I'm going to do the, the webinar the weekly webinar that's still going to keep on going yep and I'm going to spend an hour from 3 to 5 um, like in that time range, maybe maybe shifted throughout the day due to class, but an hour with like commenting and replying to people okay. on Facebook, and I'm not gonna stop. Those are gonna become my my habits. Okay. My ingrained habits. Ingrained habits. So before my weekly, so my daily like posts on Instagram that became a habit. Yep. Right. Um, if I don't do it, it feels horrible. Okay. Or it feels weird. Yeah. Um, I want the the group thing, like group commenting. And the lives, I think the lives have already become a habit. Good. But the group thing hasn't. So okay. I want that to become a habit. Um, and my goal, I guess, is to get one client, one paying client, by the end of, what month is this? We're in October. We're in October. So a month from today. Okay. Do you think I could do it? I think, so again, I have two parts to that. Yep. One, I think you could do it if you think you can do it. So, two, I'm just going to say second now, I hesitate about defining goals, about variables that you cannot fully control. Because you can do a ton of work, and you can do the same amount of work, and frankly, that could get you zero clients or it could get you 15 clients. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to bring that up. Like, that's that's an outcome goal, not yeah. a... Not a behavioral goal. Right. So an outcome goal is or goals you can't really control. Behavioral goals are goals you can control. Which I think outcome goals can be dangerous. Yeah. If you 
start because what that does is that associates in your brain the either positive or negative feedback of yourself and your actions based on some external result. Yeah, you're right. That's like a lot of that's like like I lose like, like like baseball fans. Okay. Who feel absolutely awful about themselves for two months because their team's out of the playoffs. Huh. Really? Does that happen? Probably. Oh, okay. No, it's also like people who want to say they want to lose 20 pounds in two months. Yep. Can't control that. Right. You can You can do... That's more controllable because it is your own body and other things. Yep. So I'd argue that's much more controllable. Yeah, than like a baseball team, yes. Or even or then yourself get, getting a certain number of clients. Yeah, I mean... Unless you're 100% specifically able to do it yourself. Yep. That's, you, you should be aiming towards that. Right. Right. Okay, cool. I that I guess those are the things that I specifically define. Basically, an hour yep. of group helping. Yep. Um, Facebook Lives daily. Mm-hmm. Should I, I don't know if I should change the Instagram Lives or Facebook Lives, but one of those. My daily. recommendation is, so you've been saying you've been doing the Facebook Lives? Yep. And those have become a habit pretty ingrained. Yes. My recommendation to you is staying with the Facebook Lives as you attempt to do the other things and get more consistency with those. I'm a big fan of not changing too many variables at once as you make your habits. Okay. So stick with a good habit that you already have. Yep. Get the others all up to speed. The once the others are all up to speed for a week or two, then I think having that conversation would be good to have. Okay. Cool. And yeah, that's basically it. That's what I want to do. Okay. I just want to get back on track. I want to um, go full force. I like it. I I talked about this last week of doing doing that. Yep. But I know this week, I'm gonna go all for. So Bob Chang, one question for you. Yes, sir. What makes you hungry? Again, going back to that intrinsic motivation. Yeah. It's one building a bigger mountain than my mom. Yep. Right. Not living in her shadow. Yep. And being my own independent self mm-hmm. to be Bob Chang. Yep. Right? And not wasting my life. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. Does that make sense? Makes a ton of sense. So that is a very strong intrinsic motivation. Yes. But you're not coming to me for intrinsic motivation. You're coming to me for accountability. Okay. You've already got the intrinsic motivation. I'm here to remind you that you've got the intrinsic motivation. Huh. So my question to you is what is going to externally, extrinsically, remind you about your internal? And what lies at the heart of that question is kind of what's going to hold you accountable to keep you paying attention? And that could be another check of the same amount. It could be something totally different. But what's going to keep you accountable? Obviously, it wasn't shaving my head bald, but... Maybe. Well, just... I would say that just because you do it... Okay. ...doesn't mean that it didn't work. Just because oh. you paid me $300 doesn't mean that, that it hurt. didn't work. I that believe hurt. it. That really hurt. I believe Even it. Even worse than shaving my head. Yeah. Because I thought about... So I work in... We get minimum wage for, for personal training, right? Absolutely, which is crazy because if we did that anywhere else besides the school... Yeah. I don't know about you, but I could easily charge four times as much. Yes. But we get minimum wage. Right. And $300 is like... I can't Two do the math. Two weeks of work. Yeah. But a lot of work. Yeah. Right? So 
that's that's a lot of sweat. It that's is. a lot of work. Yeah. And just me being lazy and watching YouTube videos and laying on my bed caused that loss and my hair. Right. That's a good perspective to put it in. A good reminder. And they say that losing stuff, like psychology studies, I have no references if you want to reference me, but okay. psychology studies say that losses are a lot worse than... Losses hit you harder than yes. gains? Yes. I believe that. A lot of things in our body work on negative feedback systems. So what can keep me extrinsically motivated? Yep. I don't know. And again, the key is your intrinsic is far more powerful. I mean, sorry, the extrinsically motivated. Right. Your intrinsic um, is far more powerful. Yes. I don't want to create an extrinsic that is more powerful than, you, than your intrinsic. I want to create an extrinsic that is powerful enough to constantly remind you of your intrinsic. I don't know. Give, give me some ideas. This is like what I was struggling with thinking about coming prior to this. Yeah. Um... So you talk about the check idea okay. and how that that really hurt. Yep. That could be something. Okay. That could be something because it's something where it takes a hit, and it should feel like a hit. It shouldn't feel like something that, like, oh, just one more thing. It's not like, all right, I'm Bob Chang. I'm going to, like, write Nick, like, a certain apology card or something. Like, it's it's, it's got to hit a little bit. And so... I hesitate in coming up with ideas for you because I think they should be ideas of things that you don't want to lose. What? What do I want to lose? I don't want to lose some more money, mm-hmm. but I'm scared to offer you that. Okay. Why? Tell me why. And I'm not saying you have to offer and me that. I'm just, this is going to help get to the heart of it. Why am I scared? Yeah. Um, I'm scared. What if I don't, what if I decide to be lazy again? What if you decide to be lazy again? What if I decide to be lazy on? Yeah. I, I don't know. Do you think you're going to be lazy again? You see, a small part of me believes that I'll just fall back into the habit. I don't know why. Even though I lost $300, even though it hurt. Yep. Even though I'm, I'm bald. Yep. And I lost my dignity. Yep. I don't know why a small part of me still doesn't believe in that's an important that's something important to work through yes so I think most of us have that gremlin talking yeah right um and I don't know why I just don't know why okay but there is self-doubt involved there's a little bit okay um and I guess that's 100% more of the reason why I should do the check thing again that's what I think. Yeah. Because, again, I don't want you to give me a check. Yeah. I want to never have to cash another check from you for that reason. But I want something that holds... I want something to cast that, cast that gremlin out of there. You know, here's what I think. Okay. I think when I gave you the $300 initially... Yep. I, I always had this thought in the back of my mind. Oh, he's never going to cash it. Yeah. Oh, yeah, this is... Just $300, we're just doing it for the podcast. Like Monopoly money. Yeah. It's a game show. Yeah, he's, he's not going to do it. I think once you actually see, or, or once I actually see the minus $300 yeah, that's when in it's my bank account, and then, yes, that's when it's going to sink in. I think I'm going to take a picture of that, Yep. put it on my wall. Okay. And that's going to remind me every day that this is real. Yeah. 
This is not a joke. It's very real. This is, again, people may be listening to this podcast saying, like, these guys are crazy. What are they doing? They're just, like, messing around. It's, like, some game or whatever. But at the end of the day, this is your life to lead it how you want. And I'm not saying that you have to do all this business stuff that you are setting your dreams up for. I think if it's something you want to do, I think you should absolutely follow your heart and go for that. But it's nothing I'm telling you to do. It's you saying that I want this for my, my life. Well, I, I'm seeking you out. Absolutely. So, yes, you're right. But 100%, I don't have the check right now. Yep. But I feel like I need to give it to you in order for this to be real. And I need you to, account, uh, to, to cash that check in. Okay. So I'm going to write a check for $500. Okay. And I'm scared. But yeah, yeah, five hundred dollars is a lot of money. It's more than three hundred dollars. So it is more than three hundred. Now let me tell you this. Let me ask you a question, Bob. All right. You said that there's a small part of you that doesn't believe in you. That's worried. That like, that's that gremlin. Yeah. Tell me about the rest of you. The rest of me. The rest of you. The rest of me that does believe in you. Feels like. Okay, so the rest of me believes that I'm special. And. I was born into this world to do something, yeah. and that I'm not going to be average. Not That's at all. That's what the rest of me is telling me. Um, just one tiny speck that I'm trying to beat out of my mind. Um, but the rest of me knows that I'm going to do something in the world and make an impact. Back in earlier times in my life, there is this old Native American proverb that I liked. Okay. It was his grandfather telling his young grandson um, about the two about two wolves. Oh yes. One wolf was a wolf of anger, of fear, of sadness, of shame, and the other wolf was a wolf of joy, of happiness, of hope, of love, of triumph, of victory. And they're battling. Now, of course, his kids are pretty cute and curious and awesome. The kid asked the grandfather, which wolf won? And the grandfather said, the one that you feed. So, well, I'm not comparing your mind to a absolutely good or oh evil my God. force. You are right. Wow. So that is crazy. You You are already acknowledging that you have almost won the battle because it's one little speck within your mind that is that self-doubt, Bob. One little speck within yourself that is doubting yourself. The rest is ready for that triumph. It's the one you feed. It's the one you feed. Oh, my God. Wow. For people like us that love food that much, like, we can, like, we can understand that. Huh. It's the one you feed. Wow. So, either that doubt... Or that feeling of extraordinariness. It's the one you feed. It's the one you feed. And just how there is no there is no maintenance. There is no continuation of what is. There is only more or less. The wolf of anger. The self-doubt. That will only either get smaller, starve, or get bigger, be fed. And just that wolf of triumph and victory of hope, of self-belief, that will only ever get bigger, be fed, or starve and get smaller. Huh. Wow. 
that is a great realization that I just made. Thank you for that, Nick. Absolutely, Bob. I guess that's it for this episode. Okay. Um, so again, to recap, you're doing those things that we talked about. Yeah. If you want to state them one more time. So pretty much, I'm gonna go 100% full force again. I'm gonna yep. wake up every day now. Yep. Um, 5:45 to 6. Yep. During that range, I wake up, have an hour of just productive work for my one thing. Yeah. Which is probably gonna be. I guess writing one blog post and then thinking about what's next and how can I prove. Yeah. And also, yeah, that, that's going to be my first hour and then I'm going to start my day. Um, and then my day will consist of schoolwork, also yep. consist of an hour of helping people, like commenting, replying to people on Facebook. Yep. Um, daily Facebook Lives, two posts a day, one at 12 p.m. and yep. one at 8 p.m. Weekly webinars. Yep. Yeah, I think I love it. I think those are those four, and pretty much the first seven episodes that we did, yep. we were talking about this one check for three hundred dollars, right? And now you got it. Yep, you're gonna cash it, and mm-hmm. my head is bald. But again, something to keep in mind. Yes, we did get to that, but you have made a lot of growth, a lot of self reflection, a lot of change in these last seven weeks, and it was a external victory from an internal fight six out of the seven times. You want to know something? I feel like you're going to tell me either way, but I'm going to say yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so, I never thought I would be able to, th- to do this. Um, like weekly webinars. Yeah. Facebook Lives. Just in general. Right? Without you. Um, so my first time I went, so I, the first time I ever done an Instagram story, which was, wasn't even a live video, it was a recording for like 10 seconds and then posting it on social media. It took me 45 minutes to get a five second video a year ago. Wow. And now I could talk for an hour from this podcast. Yeah. I could do a Facebook live for 10 minutes straight talking to myself. With yeah. no one there. I can do a webinar for an hour and 15 minutes with no one there and not stumbling over my words or being afraid. I could go bald and not be afraid. Right. For more than 15 minutes. You can go bald for a while. <laughs> can you believe that? Just reflecting, that's a lot of self-growth in a year. And I remember it was, I think, two episodes ago on this podcast. We talked about how you know people anticipate their goals. Like, oh, this isn't the perfect moment. This isn't the best time to do this to take this initiative or you know it's I'm not ready for it so it takes them multiple years to initiate a start of a journey and so it it takes them how we talked about with you before it took a couple years to get a month's worth of progress in because you didn't start that month till many years later yeah wow just reflecting is, is crazy, too. It gives you great perspective about where you've come from and the excitement of going forward. Huh. All right. And that's the best thing is you got to keep everything you do in life, for myself included, for everybody that's listening, keep that reflective mindset with everything you do. That's all you can do. Absolutely. All right. That's it for today. So, Bob Chang, feed that good wolf. Feed that good wolf of victory. Feel, feed that good wolf 
of triumph and that good wolf that is your own self-belief. Feed the wolf. Feed the wolf. That brings you forward. Absolutely. All right, so as we conclude the, the, this episode, we'll be back next week. But as we conclude, we'll probably I'll probably write a check to Nick. Yep. Give it to him. Um, probably off podcast. Right. And then uh, we'll bring it out up again next week. Next week. All right. Sounds great. That's it for today. All right. Fall down five times, get up seven. That's it. Fall down five times, get down. Get up seven. That's it.